Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited about this episode today because I think I came up with this concept all by myself. I don't think I got this from anywhere else. And I'm very excited to share it with you all because it's something that I talk about with my clients often and I have probably talked about on the podcast before. Either way, I'm very passionate and excited about this topic, the idea of discomfort muscles. So everything we want is outside of our comfort zone otherwise we'd already have it. I was introduced to that idea originally by my coach and mentor Brooke Castillo who runs the Life Coach School where I certified I think in 2016 and she usually says I think her version is uh, everything we want is on the other side of discomfort otherwise we would already have it. Now a lot of um, coaches and Um, other creatives and thought leaders in the world say very similar things and I like to picture this like I'm kind of standing in a grassy green field which is beautiful and there is this huge big mountain and on the other side of the mountain is the beach and I want to be at the beach so in order for me to get to the beach it requires me to go over this huge big mountain which is going to be uncomfortable Right. That's how I kind of think about it in my mind when we say, you know, everything we want is on the other side of discomfort. Otherwise, we would already have it. So when I started traveling solo, it was really far outside of my comfort zone. I was a very shy person and I lacked a lot of confidence, but I still wanted to experience the world. I wanted to travel. I wanted to see new places and new cultures. And I got what I wanted through my willingness to be uncomfortable. So it was through my willingness to feel really weird sitting in a restaurant eating by myself. To feel scared when I got in a taxi by myself. To feel like everyone was looking at me when I was eating by myself or walking down the street alone. Right? Our willingness to be uncomfortable is directly related to the success that we have created in our lives. So here's what I mean by success in this setting. So if you haven't already listened to the episode I did on success and happiness, highly, highly, highly recommend that you listen to that because success is a very unique thing to each of us. And I think it's very important that we identify what it means to us instead of just blindly kind of following a society Um, ideal of success which many of us do and I did for the longest time so you know many of us are doing that so in this setting when I say our willingness to be uncomfortable is directly related to the success that we have created in our lives I mean like how much of what we have in our life is something that we want so getting a degree I was just trying to think of examples, getting a degree, okay, asking for a promotion, buying a house or selling a house to travel or buy a bus, right? Traveling around the world solo, dating, starting your own business, uh, losing weight, speaking in public. All of those things require some level of discomfort. 
okay? And what, you know, is uncomfortable for me in those things might not be uncomfortable for you or might be less uncomfortable for you, right? And vice versa, right? It is very unique to each of us. It's very different to each of us. So when I decided that I wanted to start dating and find someone to share my life with, that required a lot of discomfort for me. I had not been on a date for years, like a number of years. I didn't like using the dating apps. I really didn't want to. I had such a like, and so many women I speak to, you know, talk about this, how they don't want to use the dating apps and they feel like they have to, right? We have this kind of narrative in our head of what it means to be on these apps. So that for me was really uncomfortable using them. Um, I was really afraid of meeting people in person, right? Like going for a date, like actually like going for a walk or go for a coffee or go for a drink, like making conversation, right? All of this was very terrifying in my story. I had a big story attached to all of it. I was really freaked out as well about whether they were going to try and kiss me. I was like, do we hug? Do we shake hands? Are they going to try and kiss me? Like (laughs) my brain was very occupied with all of these ideas. It required so much discomfort for me to start dating, for me to find someone to share my life with. Okay. The entire process was uncomfortable. Now, if dating is easy and comfortable for you, it maybe it comes naturally or you've done it enough times that now it's part of your comfort zone, then maybe switch it up with public speaking or making a million dollars. Okay. Everything we want that we don't yet have is outside of our comfort zone and it requires some level of discomfort in order for us to get it. So this is where discomfort muscles comes in, my friend. So just like training your biceps at the gym to build strong guns, right? Strong arms. We can also train and build our discomfort muscle. So if you've ever heard the term failure tolerance, I like to use the same term for our discomfort. How high is your discomfort tolerance? Meaning, how much have you built and strengthened those muscles? How willing are you to feel uncomfortable? Now, most people are not willing to feel uncomfortable. They think that when they're feeling uncomfortable that something has gone wrong and they shouldn't feel that way. Right? They make it mean something is wrong, something's bad, alarm, warning, like I should go back in the cave. Right. So because most people are not willing to feel uncomfortable, they stay where they are. They keep doing what they're doing. They don't make changes in their lives. They just stay in their comfort zone. Right? And that's OK, because this is not for everyone. But my friend, if you're listening to this podcast, I think that this is for you. So when you build muscle on your body, you can do that in a lot of different ways. Okay, so maybe you would go to the gym and hit the weights or you could join an exercise class or you could go to yoga and Pilates. We could do a dance class. Sounds fun. Or maybe it's swimming laps. You could be using those resistance bands. Those things are hard, guys. Or you could be using body weight and doing a workout at home. Maybe you could go for a run or you could hike up a hill or maybe you could go play tennis or pickleball or rugby You get the gist, right? There are so many ways that you can build muscles on your body and increase your strength. There is no one right way. There are lots of different ways. And usually we gravitate towards 
what we find the most fun, the most enjoyable, the most rewarding. So for me, that looks like exercise classes. I love going to a workout class with other like-minded women and switching it up, doing different exercises, having someone else plan it out for me. So it's like some strength, some cardio, like some hit stuff, a whole bunch of different things, right? I also love hiking, right? Especially in nature and running. And that is how I stay fit and healthy, but that's also how I choose to build my muscle through those activities. And the same is true for building and growing our discomfort muscles. There are hundreds, thousands, maybe even millions of different ways that we could do this, and it's unique to each of us. So for me, it might look like going to Toastmasters. I do that every week, and that is uncomfortable because there's always a different role where you're speaking in front of different people. Right, That is deliberately building and growing my discomfort muscle. It also looks like speaking at local events or <laughs> this one. This one is bad. Cold water. Cold water therapy. Like who invented that? <laughs> I want to have a word with them. But for me to have a cold shower, like I just love the warmth. I was meant to grow up in a tropical place. I hate cold. Probably doesn't help that I say that, but I do. <laughs> I hate being cold. I hate cold water. So if I if I go for a, like a beach swim in winter, which every now and again a friend might rope me into, or if I have a cold shower, which my partner does religiously every single day. But if I do that, that is very uncomfortable for me. And every time I do it very deliberately and very intentionally, knowing that it's going to increase my discomfort muscles. It is going to help me build that tolerance, my willingness to feel discomfort. Right. Another one for me, I talked about in the podcast I did with Elizabeth Sherman, who has been my health coach recently, just stopping eating when I'm full. Right. That is something that it was way easier and more comfortable for me to keep eating past the point of being satiated and feeling full, especially because I was taught to finish the food on my plate or if something tasted yummy, like I just wanted to keep eating it. So for me to stop eating when I'm full, that is still some, a skill that I'm developing that is uncomfortable. And every time I do it, it builds my capacity, my willingness, my, my muscles. It builds my discomfort muscle, right? Otherwise, I do it include hosting workshops, whether in person or online, like free online trainings. Sharing something vulnerable is another one, right? That also builds my willingness for, uh, sorry, it builds my discomfort muscle. I got willingness on my brain today because <laughs> I was thinking about something else. But it builds all of those things are, are things that I do regularly throughout my week day, my week or month that build my discomfort muscle. So some of the things that my clients have done include going on solo dates. So that might be that you take yourself out to dinner and a movie. Or some of my clients do like a solo weekend away, right, to a nearby town. Even putting boundaries in place, that is a big one for a lot of my clients, like putting boundaries in place and then withholding them. That can be very uncomfortable. Okay. Asking for a raise. I've also got one client who was really, really shy when we started working together and she wanted to get outside of her comfort zone and meet more people. So one of the things we had her do was we, we had her start saying hello to strangers when she was like out walking. 
So that is something we do in New Zealand. <laughs> I know some places don't really do this, but like if you go for a walk on like a walking track or on a hiking trail, as people generally say hi or good morning or something like that. And so she started doing that and she would strike up conversations with people and that really helped her to increase and build her discomfort muscle. And it's really helped her to get outside of her comfort zone over and over and over again by having that evidence to fall back on. By being like, yeah, well, I've talked to so many strangers now that this is not a big deal. Right. It's like we're putting evidence in the bank. Okay. Another way that my clients have done this recently is by asking for feedback. So there are a lot of different ways that you can do this, right? There are a lot of opportunities that we have over any given day, week, month to increase our discomfort muscle. And every single time we do it, we are banking it for present and future. Okay. So we're banking it. So anytime you want to change your career or start a business or date or you know, travel solo or write a book or apply for a new job, you have that to fall back on all of that evidence, all of that strength that you have built up in your discomfort muscles already. Okay. Anytime you feel nervous or anytime you feel scared and you do it anyway, that is adding to your discomfort bank. You are building your muscles, right? And the more we do this, we expand our comfort zone. So the more we become willing to say and do hard things, we start standing up for ourselves and other people more and more. We speak up. We ask for what we want. We go after it. We don't shrink and hide. We stand tall, right? We grow our self-belief. We grow our self-confidence and we grow our self-esteem, Right. The more we go after and get what we want, because we don't quit, we don't hide, we show the fuck up. Right. This is a valuable skill, my friends. I remember when I was dating and it was it felt like it was uncomfortable for a period of months, like just 24 seven. I felt like I was constantly uncomfortable. And at the same time, it catapulted my business forward. So I had been, if I'm really honest, I'd been kind of half-assing it and not boldly showing up, right? And when I grew my discomfort muscle through dating, it also helped me to become more bold and more outgoing in my business, which of course went on to create more clients, more followers, more people whose lives I was able to positively impact and help, all because I was willing to leave my comfort zone. I've given... This example before on the podcast, I'm pretty sure, but it, it's really powerful. But when you think about leaving your comfort zone, if you think of like a swimming pool, you can either dive in the deep end or you can slowly walk into the water on a gradual like kind of incline. You can slowly walk down into the water, right? You get to decide, do you want to plunge in the deep end <laughs> or do you want to gradually walk in, right? There's no wrong way. Either way, you're still getting wet, Okay. And the same is true with like any kind of discomfort. You can pick up a super heavy weight or you can start light. It doesn't matter. Anytime that you leave your comfort zone, please celebrate yourself. Anytime you feel nervous or scared and you do it anyway, celebrate the shit out of yourself, my friend. 
right? Show yourself that you're worth it and it's okay and that you can do it. Over the years, I have done many things that have felt like I was going to die, right? (laughs) One of my things is being dramatic, but sometimes, seriously, some of the things I have done, I felt like I was going to die. Like speaking in front of like a sold out crowd of people, seriously felt like I was going to die. Going on dates after being single for so long and having not dated, felt like I was going to (laughs) die. But every time I did those things and every time I continue to do them, I say to myself, hey, you didn't die. I'm really proud of you. Now, if you can do that, what else can you do? Right? Like when you leave your comfort zone, you really want to cement, hey, I did that and honor. It was hard. It was scary. It was uncomfortable. And if I can do that, that's just who I am now. I do things like this. What else can I do? So, One of my clients, she is traveling solo right now and she has just blown her own damn mind by traveling solo in Peru for these past few weeks. So she didn't speak the language. She flew from America to Peru into Lima and she'd never gone solo before. First solo trip, didn't speak the language, wasn't sure how the transportation worked or how to get a SIM card, had a lot of questions. She was afraid, right? It was really far outside of her comfort zone. And the other day we were reflecting on just how far she has come, right? And she was saying like, wow, I was wrong about so many things. Like I thought I couldn't do this. I thought that it would be too hard, but I have learned and grown so much. And she was saying like, if I can do this, then what else can I do? Right? Like her brain was wrong in telling her that she probably couldn't do it. And she proved that she could do it to herself. Now she's like, so what else can I do? And this experience is just beautiful timing for her because she's just in the process of starting her own business as she's traveling. Okay. And so we keep reflecting everything back like, well, hey, like you did this when you were traveling solo. So how does that relate back to business? Right. And she's saying to herself, well, if I can travel solo in a country where I don't speak the language, I'm pretty sure I can figure this out too. Right, her discomfort muscles are strong. Okay, my friends. <laughs> I felt like I kind of got on my soapbox and preached today, but it feels good. So I just really want to encourage you to get out there and build and grow your discomfort muscles and celebrate the shit out of yourself for doing it. All right. Huge love, my friend. Have a magical week. I'll see you soon. Hey. I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult and I'll see you there.